Time to sit down with my fish and chips and listen to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was tough. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so tough? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad Purdy Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had gum with cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Uh, yes, welcome to episode 139 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I am Jody. Oh, that was a very, like... It wasn't your normal, like... I don't know. I'm, try- I'm trying new things. Okay. <laughs> I'm just tired. Yeah, so. I understand. It's been a long week. Yep. And we're now into the, um... What would you call it? If this was a race, it would be like that last... Turn into the straightaway before you hit the finish line towards Christmas. No, I'd say it's a, it's a last lap. It's like a it's like a white flag. It's the last lap. Da- okay, so it's the last lap in a race that's had hurdles after you've tripped over the entire row of hurdles and you're just fucking done with it. You want to be like, no. <laughs> I always it's always this last little stretch before Christmas. It gets really nutty, especially with us because it just seems like it rolls really quick. Is it, all because well, it feels like yesterday was December first. Right. Well, and the day before that was definitely November 15th. <laughs> and the day before that was definitely Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's that, and it's also because we have so many people to go see. Yeah. And we we do a really good job, though, if we stretch it. We, like, we don't cram it all into one day. We, there's no fucking way. If we were going to nope. do that, it would be, we're going to stay at our house. Yeah. You all come here, and that's the way it's going to be. Um, but because of that, we've got, you know... Your your grandma this one day, my parents this one day, uh, this parents this day, this other parents this next day, and it's just back to back to back to back. Plus, I'm going out of town for a week down to uh, Lake Tahoe. Um, yep. You the week are before ditching Christmas. us the week before Christmas, all yep. the way up to the 22nd. Yep. So that's that'll be fun. So it's just been a it's been a whirlwind month so far, and it doesn't look like it's stopping. Um, so yeah. But on the plus side. We've had a really good month-ish with as far as like your real estate stuff goes and yeah. our budgeting goes and it looks yeah. like we're going to be paying off a huge chunk of our debt within the next... In December. In December slash January, yeah. Like it's, cr- it's crazy. Like we... I mean, there are some lucky things in there. You get three paychecks this month. Right. Um, Because of getting paid every two weeks and I've got more business coming in than I had previously. Right. Um, and we have some closings that are going like back to back to back. Yeah. And they're all I, decent sized ones too. Well, and I, I mean, I probably, this month probably would have been kind of meager, except I have a cash deal that's closing super fast. Right. It probably shouldn't have closed till February, but it's closing next week. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
So that's pretty awesome. So yeah, it's just been one of those things that um, it's a good thing though because from it a budgeting, budgeting perspective, it's going to knock us. It's it's taking that debt snowball and it's kind of it's, it's it's accelerated it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, because we'll have basically when it's all said and done, we're going to have my, uh, student loans and a car payment left. Oh, of course, the house payment, but right. outside of the Out, outside of our house right. debt and 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 you know living expenses like gas and power and whatnot, um, we're we're going to be just down to like three major payoffs. Yeah. The the car, the student loans and the house. Yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of, it's nice. It'll be nice to be there. It right? will be really Granted, nice it's I understand that it's not this easy or it doesn't happen this quickly for everybody. No. But it wasn't supposed to happen this quickly for us either, but it's nice to see that the whole But I works. think I think the reason it's working is because normally when we get these bigger than normal paydays it's up in smoke like yeah. instant it's like we're oh, it, we we're had money yesterday but <laughs> you know then we went to like ikea <laughs> so um you know I, I what i have to say is yes it's not usually this easy for people but at the same time we couldn't have done it without the system so to speak so right because we're actually i mean it's forced us in a good way we actually were able to pencil out everything we owe we're like you know what in the grand scheme of things comparatively speaking to most of America, we're not as bad off as we could be no. as far as debt is concerned. So we can knock this out really quick and then we yeah. don't have to fucking worry about it anymore. Yeah. And it's just done. Ever again. And so we've, we've you know, as as Dave Ramsey would put it, we start, we're starting to get gazelle intense <laughs> as far, our, our gazelle intensity as far as um, yeah, see, getting the shit paid off. See, and, I don't, I think that Dave Ramsey would tell us we're bad, bad people because we have not really knuckled down no, as we, far as expenses. And no, we've, we, we have, we have, we've, we, uh, what, what I'll say is we've knuckled down way better than we ever have in the past. There's still a few areas where we're, we've, we are we've, overspending in a lot of areas. Yeah. There are there's certain areas where we're still kind of screwing it up and we're, we're starting to reel that into it. It's just one of those things you, you, you habits, habits yeah. die hard. Yeah. And when you have habits of just doing certain things, they tend to take a while to break. And yeah. so, it's yeah it's one of those things that um like we last month we ended up ha- between habits and also just the schedule in general we realized that our our budget for needing to like either do a quick meal at like a restaurant or something like that for like when we have a after school events or whatever was nowhere near where it needs to be or we just really have to knuckle down and start you know making sure we pre-plan for those events and have something that's easy to toss in the microwave or whatever so that we can get in and out the door and do what we got to do because we blew the restaurant budget out of the water last month <laughs> by, like and really early like yeah within like four days yeah it was pretty quick <laughs> it was you know and, and you can make excuses for it all you want but but, but, but when and, you go back but my and look point at is it, but my point is that that's fine because we budgeted that money and we spent that money on what we spent it on we right. just couldn't do any more for the rest of the month and it would be better if we spaced it out better right but i don't think we did anything wrong because we we didn't i mean i think we went out one additional time after we'd spent too much we, like, we went over my point is we went over a little yeah. bit and so we have to we had to make some adjustments there and all that but um in general it what, what i have found is that it just really keeps me on the task when it comes to at the store like you really you really start to like normally you just grab stuff like you know oh this looks good I'll, i need this or i need a little bit and then now you're like eh, no i really like I, I always now it's actually it used to be just like you know what i think i need this for the recipe I'm, i might have it at home but i'll just grab some more to be safe now it's more like 
Jody, I know you're home right now. Can you check to see if we have this? I really don't need to spend this if I don't have if we don't need to. And yeah. so, and I'm actually better about making sure I take stock of what's in the cabinets before I go shopping. Yeah. So that when I'm shopping for ingredients and whatnot, I know what I do and don't need. Well, um, and we're both. I mean, I've always been pretty good about going to the the cabinet and saying what can I make with what I already right, have. Right. But now I'm getting better at at knowing what I have and what I can buy to supplement it instead yep. of just start from scratch every time. Right. Right. But yeah. So it's it's a work in progress, of course, and, and you know I, I say that saying that we're going to be pay, paying off a good fraction of our debt here really quick, but that was just a windfall that we didn't really expect coming. But the the system is still working because we are using it properly using and not it. you know buying vans right with our extra money. right, and we're also not uh we're <laughs> also not um we're not going through and. Uh, we're just, we are seeing what we have to, before it seemed like an insurmountable thing. Yeah. Like, we'll just keep paying on this stuff. It'll eventually pay off at some point in our time. We'll probably be dead by the time we pay it off. Fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, and now we're looking at it like, this is an insurmountable, it's a, not a huge thing. And it would be so much less stressful to not even have to fuck with it anymore. So we yeah. just are chipping away at it. So, um, yeah, that's our uh, budget talk for the for the episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll call it good there. So yeah. things are going good. And I, I will say from, I've, I've spoke with listeners who mm-hmm. have also taken on the budgeting system. Um, and they're having excellent luck, luck with it as well. I mean, we've heard from Slacker in the past who was able to, uh, um, quit one of his jobs because he realized he didn't have to work two jobs and kill himself in order to survive. Um, and the, you know, I've had other people contact us and, and talk about how they were kind of kicking the tires, so to speak on the system and looking at it and seeing what's going on. And the, it's been really interesting to hear our successes with it and what we've done. So I encourage people to listen to the podcast. He does mm-hmm. three hours of, well, it's 40 minutes each, but you know what I'm saying? Um, three almost hour long podcasts a day. It's part of a three hour block. Of yeah. And, and for me, it's, it's one of those, um, it's a love hate type oh, of podcast. Yeah. I love it because he, he's got excellent information and the guy yeah. is, he has no punches. No punches and and but very respectful right. most of the time unless you're really dumb and not listening. But um, but it's super depressing because you realize just how shitty our economy is based. Well, not even our economy. Well, how shitty we've been raised. Yeah. Like I remember the finance like talking to my parents, finance, home ex, stuff like that. That was all taught in schools. Yeah. Um I didn't have any of those classes. There was no we like how we had to a personal finance a... class oh, fuck no, that you had to learn how to balance a checkbook and do a bunch of stuff. I had that in like fourth grade. And once. they taught us about compound interest and like retirement yeah. savings. And... I had that in fourth grade once. A fourth <laughs> grader has no fucks to give about <laughs> compound interest <laughs> and a checkbook and balancing it. All I knew is that I was able to earn a certain amount of class bucks, as Sarah said, and it got me this and I regretted it instantly after, you know, the school year was over because I went, I, I was trying to, I was trying to fit in better with some of the quote unquote normal kids. Yeah. So I bought a bunch of sports cards oh. and a, a collect and, and a notebook to collect them all in, et cetera, et cetera. But I had no fucking clue what I was doing. So I thought I had some really badass cards. Nope. Not at all. So I they became the laughing stock in that way. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. It's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it's very unfortunate. <laughs> but it's one of those. Yeah, I, I had you know one time fourth grade. I'm like, really? Sure, start it then, but don't fucking just stop. <laughs> like fourth grade is not the appropriate time to to make it the only time you teach like finance and and personal yeah. this and that and. But I whatever. also will say that none of that stuck with me clearly because my first lesson in finance was that my mom told me if you have more than five dollars in your bank account 
and right. you, you go to the ATM, you can draw, withdraw up to 300 and it'll only charge you a $35 overdraft fee. <laughs> right. Like, that was my first lesson in, in, in yeah. finance. But if so, you think about that, that's 10% interest. I... I mean, I'm oh, just saying. No, I know, because I've, I've I know people that survive that way as well too. It's you can't do it now. No. They don't let you. But no. at the time, you could withdraw. Yeah. I want to say like up to depending on your account, you could withdraw like to up to five hundred bucks, right. even if you had any kind of positive balance, and they just overdraft you, and and that's how she floated like mm-hmm. so much of her life, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> yeah, that was my first first uh right, introduction no. to to finance i had a debit card really early on and she taught me all the ways to like balance things around and and float stuff and it was not good it was not a good education no. and and so yeah a lot of it is environmental and what you learn and what you're brought up with and all that um, but living within your means was never something that was taught right. it was always like if i can find the money i will i will spend the money right. like if i can pull it out of the couch great if i can get somebody to loan me it great and a very material like mm-hmm. things stuff i need yeah and she she seems to have slowed down a bit on that in some yeah. ways i mean she's definitely matured but she still has problems with overspending and mm-hmm. over shopping and stuff 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 yep yeah and and that's it yeah that's it i know i've known plenty of people that are like that too and and it's just one of those things that it, it starts to you just get a you, you get a you get a rough education when you start looking at like all the things that like the ways you wasted money and all the things you could have had done with that money that you spent on those instant gratification items, and so it can be a real downer in that respect. And then you get into like the bigger purchases of life. Like you are taught from a very early age that you everything. need to go to college. The way to go to college is to get student loans if you can't get scholarships. Right. You so you go into massive debt to go to school, and then you get out of school and you're supposed to buy a car. And and you get out of, you know, you get married and you buy a house. And all of those things have just put you massively into a grave of debt that you cannot escape from without mm-hmm. continuing to go into more debt. And it's kind of scary and sad. And I'm glad that we're trying to pull out of that because, yeah, I'm glad we're pulling out of it now. As opposed, to, I mean, can you the imagine? I've never heard you say you're glad for something. I mean, no, I'm going to stop right there. I got to look. I couldn't even finish the sentence. <laughs> I, you know, I have to go for the comedic effect no. from time to time. <laughs> and from time to time, you could, like, not be raunchy about me personally. Like, it's one thing when you're being raunchy about other people, but, you know, me. Sorry. You would. My hope. apologies. <clears throat> so you were saying about the not raunchy version of pulling out? I'm just saying that. If we we could have continued down the same path of just making minimum payments and be mm-hmm. you know, and what like what happened with us before the reason we're so upside down in our car because we had a truck that wasn't paid off and that was upside down that we traded in and right. rolled the equity over and right. then we had a this that we rolled over the equity and then we had this that we didn't have any equity in and like basically most of the money that's sitting on that car is from a truck seven or eight years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's, it, it, it is a, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things you just, you, you when, when you finally get to that realization point, you're just kind of like, Fuck, because you've just realized how much simpler things could be if you had just done the whole, you know, pinch some pennies here and there, save up, pay cash or whatever. Um, and yeah, 
it's like, like when you start looking at your finance contracts and whatnot, and you're like, this car's costing me how much in interest? Uh, so that, that's the one part where I really, and I'm, and I'm not, I'm sticking to it because it's what we're supposed to do, but that's the one part where I really have the hard problem with the, um, the debt snowball thing where you start with your smallest ones first. I was like, if I just, if I just paid off this car now, I wouldn't have this interest rate and I wouldn't have this much money going out in interest. Oh, breathe. breathe. Yeah, but car <laughs> interest is all paid up front though. Well, yes, and not, yeah, not so much. You can still you can pay the principal. Depending on how, that, actually, let me rephrase that. It depends on how your loan is structured. Our loan is structured as such that we can make principal pay only payments and knock it way down without having to accrue the interest on that particular balance. Um, there are others where no matter what, it's ba- it's factored into the loan. There's no way to pay it off early, and that's where you get. I early. specifically remember them telling us that that's how our loan was when mm-hmm. we bought that car. I've, I've I've looked it up online. It's easy to do. It's not. There's no early payment fees. There's none of that, but. Either way, all that being said, um, we're still doing the whole smallest thing first and getting it all knocked out. But then it works; it, it balances out because once all that other stuff's paid off, all those payments go towards this thing and it yep. pays down and you're good to go. So, Yeah, because we'll be able to start making much bigger payments mm-hmm. on the on the car and have that paid off. Yep, and a few bonus checks <clears throat> here and there or yep. a few closings on a house and the yep. things will be knocked out and good to go. And, and then all that will be paid down. And it's just your student loan, mm-hmm. which... Honestly, this is kind of embarrassing to admit. You you ready? I had no idea it was that much. I've been married to you for almost eight years. Right. And I had no idea how big that student loan was. Mm -hmm. No clue. Yeah. And and, and in the grand scheme of things, it's not that big. I know. As compared to the modern American student loan, I agree. But I had four grand in student loans. Yeah. And, and, um... You didn't. (laughs) You know, mine's close right on 15,000 right now. Um, But I will say part of that goes back to me being dumb in my 20s and my my early days when um, it it was super easy to just, uh, to, um, what was the term they had for it? Uh, Basically, you just put your payments on hold. Mm -hmm. Defer. Defer. You defer your payments, yeah. And there was life situations that popped up that I, I, I couldn't, aff- quote, unquote, afford to pay those payments, so I mm-hmm. deferred them. But going back to this whole, had I been on this budget thing in the first place, I would have had the emergency fund in the, in the net there to take care of those life events. So I wouldn't have had to have deferred them, so I could have had these paid off a long time ago. So yeah. it's like this, this whole thing. And, and Slacker had the same the same thing. He's just like, yeah, you start looking at this, you're like, God fucking damn it, where was this like 30 years ago? I could have been so much, but you know. So you just, you hate yourself for all the stupid decisions you made, but you've got to stop looking back and you just got to start plowing forward yep and that that was the hardest i think that was probably one of the bigger roadblocks for both of us as we kept looking backwards there for a little while like christ we did this oh christ we did that oh christ this happened or what the fuck was this and at some point you have to go yeah okay that's water under the bridge at this point now it's all about just we got to figure out how do we fix this and move on and get the hell away from it yep so and that's where we're at right now so otherwise um yeah it's the holidays christmas is here and been crazy yeah uh we have a tree. We have advent calendars. We have, we have so much stuff. You mean their trident calendar? Yes, the trident calendar. That was the, the cutest or the thing. ad Advil calendar. Yeah, yeah. Trent has like four different names for this thing, <laughs> and I think the trident one was the, my my favorite because when he asked me about the one day, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at him. The trident count like. And, I, and I'm trying to think. I'm like, did she get a new like Little Mermaid calendar that had like you know Keen Trident? And, and I'm trying to roll through these different like these weird scenarios that pop into my head. Like, what is he mo- by a trident? And finally, I hear you from the back room. He wants the Advent calendar. I'm like, oh. And like, I get it now. Like, it makes a lot more sense than the Trident calendar. Um, 
you know, I was like, I, did we get one from like Chewing Gum Fire Company? What the hell's going on? <laughs> and then the Advil calendar, I'm like, oh, buddy, if we only had those, you know, just make your headache go away. <laughs> so, and then uh, Tempe continues to, she's, she's hit that stage where she's starting to like really, her, her personality is really starting oh, yeah. to come out in full force. And she's, she's just putting, for lack of a better term, she's letting her freak flag fly <laughs> and she's just putting it out there. And that girl is fucking hilarious. And, and she's taken after me in so many ways that it's just like, whoa, looking at her. Like, I love the fact that, um, when we were watching that thing on, a. Um, what was that ridiculousness today? And that one video where that uh, girl's got a taking a, a selfie of herself and she c- says her brother's name. And he's like, "What?" And then she just lets off this fucking fart from hell. <laughs> In the background, the brother's just absolutely appalled that that noise just came from his sister's ass. <laughs> and then the smell hits, and he's even more appalled. And I'm like, "That's temperance," because I've watched her. Like, <laughs> yeah. She'll find it's like she finds ways. You know, when you when well, we, we've watched Teen Titans go, and every once in a while, like a butt comes on screen and it farts and. You're like, what the hell? That was just out of the nowhere. But she's been doing that. Like, every once in a while, I'll be sitting there, I'll notice, like, her ass is right next to my face from behind the couch, and, and then she looks, <laughs> jumps down and is running. I'm like, son of a bitch. Tackling all yeah. the way. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, she's mildly racist. We got, we've got to fix we gotta that. We've got to work on that a little bit. She, um, they were talking about... Inadvertently. Inadvertently. Because I, she, we're not. She, um, she, they, we were watching Daily Show. Right. And they were talking about uh, hiring a black Santa at a mall. And she goes, you can't do that. Everybody knows Santa is white. And I'm right. like, and we're just but like, why? What? And she, I mean, we questioned her on it. Yeah. She's like, oh, I guess not really. But yeah, but like the, her gut reaction was you can't do that. And I'm like, um, I've never said that in my life. Yeah. I've said the exact opposite several times. Like, where is she getting this? Which goes to, then you're like, ah, oh, fuck, where is she getting this from? Like, where, like, you, you know. Everywhere. Because right. we it's live in a there. small town. Well, that's not just that. I mean, this whole, once again, staying out of the politics side <clears> of it, but all of that's starting to play a play in yeah. all of this because more and more, these things are popping up and creeping up here and there where you're like, oh, man, he put who where? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Like, the one that blew me away and this, I'll never understand this. And there's, I don't think there's anybody that could actually have a logical conversation with me to explain this and make it make sense. Was when Laura McMahon, <laughs> ex-wife of the founder of the WWE, and she's like, I don't remember the position she was put into. Small huh? business development or right. small business small business administration. I'm like, uh, 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 <laughs> well, first off, WWF is not a small business. Second, so anyways, um, and so you just like you, you've seen all these things. It's like ah oh, crap, <laughs> um, but yeah. So and the, the other thing though, she said though too was funny was um we, all we've had a lot we so we've had a shit storm of a week as far as oh, weather goes. Yeah, we had uh, snow and ice and yeah, and and, rain the, and the city shut rain. down and freaked out as oh, yeah. much as we, as we uh, expected it to. Well, and and we always we always joke about how oh yeah one snowflake the city will shut down, but. But actually, before there was a snowflake, <laughs> right? Uh, Wednesday night, they actually called school because there was the threat of a storm on Thursday, and it didn't hit until like afternoon. Right. Well, all the models. See, that's where. What's that? How does that? What's the? There's a, that saying. It's like, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, and expecting and a different e- result. Expecting a different result. Yet. People around here have insanity when it comes to weather forecasts. It has been proven scientifically 
that they don't know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to predicting these snow events. They just don't. I don't know if it's because they just don't have enough. Like, I'm not sure if this is like a, a national thing and all weathermen just suck ass and are inaccurate, <laughs> or if it's just that they don't know how to these snow events work, or if our weather here is just extra weird, so they have a hard time predicting it. Like rain, they'll call rain all fucking day long, and they get it oh, right, yeah. damn near all the time because it's always raining. Right, but when it comes to <laughs> snow, they're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be the worst fucking snowstorm we've had since it's gonna be like the second coming of christ and you begin to get on your fucking frozen ark and and get two animals of every or two of every species and blah, 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 blah. and you're just like what and then it like farts three snowflakes and you're like what the fuck was that but then the other times like ah this will be nothing no big deal not even worried about it it's not gonna touch us and it's gonna swing south and then you're like you know you feel like you're living in an igloo and there's just you it's white everywhere and you can't get out your goddamn driveway and so they've never been good at predicting this i say all that to say Yet people around here still fucking believe what the weathermen say when they say what it's going to happen when one of these snow events may or may not occur. And they flip the fuck out when it doesn't go the way the weathermen said. It's like, well, how many times do they have to get it wrong before, before you, you figure believe. it out? You just need to, like, if they say a possible snow event's happening, then just do your due diligence. Make sure you have food. Make sure you have water. A way to stay warm in case your power goes out. And then just wait and see. Because that's all yeah. you can do is wait and see. And I... I, I am one of those people that's like, I call school, that's fine. As long, I, I'd rather them call it before well, it gets bad, but it, I do find it funny. <laughs> well, yeah, but that, that, that part frustrates me. It's like, okay, so if they didn't call school and this happened and you couldn't get to your kids to pick them You'd up be because pissed. of where the school's at, you would be up their ass sideways. Or if sideways. they had an accident on the right. buses. Or, which, and, or a kid fell down on the ice at the school and yeah. injured themselves. You would be up their ass sideways about that. Mm-hmm. So they call school to and play it better safe than sorry, and then nothing happens, and you piss them on the fact that you had to take a day off work and deal with your fucking kids. And it's like, oh, which one do you want? I mean, <laughs> you can't, you literally can't have it both ways. And, 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 you know, people elsewhere laugh hysterically at us with how we handle the snow. And, and we say time and time again, it's really not the snow that's the issue. It's the way that the weather here works. Because normally when it snows elsewhere, it stays cold enough that the snow stays snow. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. You can salt it. You can shovel it. You can scrape it, whatever. You can get out of your way. You snow plows. It's all good. But here it snows. Then it warms, warms up, up just enough, enough to melt it into it a weird into, slurry. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a it's, it's like a it's um, like a slurpee. It's like a slurpee. Yeah, yeah. it becomes like a slurpee like substance. Yeah. and then it refreezes mm-hmm. into a solid chunk, and it's and it's impossible to get rid of. You can spray de icer on that shit all day; it goes yeah. nowhere because it gets thick. I mean, yeah. it's, you can get up to like a quarter inch, half inch. Oh, thick. Oh, easily. And so you just got this layer of ice. So you know, think of like you know an ice skating rink. That's what our roads become. Yeah, and then you put another nice layer of of, of <laughs> snow on top of that, or, yeah. which then becomes another slurpee slurry. Yeah, and then refreezes again. And our um, really our only combatant is the sand that we right. use yeah um but that only does so much especially for people who are not used to driving in the snow and seriously if it snows once or twice a year where you live you don't know how to drive in the snow right like or once or twice every couple of years right like you, you most people here and I, and i include myself in this because i'm being honest mm-hmm. well i'm a do, do okay i am not some kind of expert at driving in the snow i'm not driven in the snow since i was 16 I don't, I choose not to go out unless it's really, really mild. I don't, I just don't go out because I'd rather not. Right. But nobody else does that. They're like, yep. nope, it's just a little snow. I think I'll just drive on well, through I've here. I've got four wheel drive. That means I got four wheel stop and I've got four wheel. It's like, no, you've got four wheel nothing because none of your four wheels have traction. <laughs> um, so I, I, 
I don't get the whole thing. I when I encounter enough of the inclement weather when my traveling and whatnot that I you know and all that jazz that driving in the snow doesn't bother me. It's just you got there's certain rules of the road you have to follow and excuse me, I have the hiccups all of a sudden. <clears throat> <laughs> Seriously. Okay. And, uh, and so you have to, um, you just, there's certain ways you have to drive and you have to take it easy. But the problem is the other people around you don't do that. And so it's always yeah. like a constant game of, of avoiding them. Um, and, and all that, but I will say having to drive in that when it, when it hit, I learned some really cool stuff about the new company rig that I've got that I've had since this year. Um, it's got a traction control system in it, and I knew it did, mm-hmm. but I've never had a chance to actually see how it, how it operates and in, in, in you know practice and what it does. So I took it to a parking lot to see what it, you know what would happen if I broke it loose and got it. So supposedly it's not you're not supposed to be able to make it slide. Right. Like if you lose if you lose traction, it fixes it. So I purposely did a did a turn while I was going fast, and I started to slide while I was accelerating. Next thing I know, it didn't matter what I was doing to the gas, it was not increasing the engine RPMs at all. It held it. it I can't really explain what it did with the engine it was kind of weird how it did it and then the abs kicked in and i went from a full-on slide to going straight i'm like whoa <laughs> so i did it again just like it was that a fluke thing or is it really and, I, and so I, I broke it loose again and same thing all of a sudden the abs kicked it in all of a sudden i got traction i'm moving again i'm like that's fucking sweet like if every car had this i'm sure people would be a lot better off but uh um they don't so, <laughs> but um they don't <laughs> if people realize that don't. it wouldn't be such a big issue um but then the east side where our office is located is always is that that wind out of the gorge. It was bad over there. It was you know I've, the, I was just over there today for a birthday party for one of Ezra's friends, and uh, trees everywhere snapped in half and split because they get moist you know super moisture ridden moist. <laughs> and then it freezes and they and it expands and pops them apart. Um, yeah, so we just we have no clue how to handle these things, and. It was crazy. Like this weekend, we had a, we had a stop and go get a birthday present for the, the kid today, and you could tell that everybody was just kind of finally able to get out of their homes and whatnot because every fucking store we went to was just crawling, <laughs> and it wasn't just holiday traffic. This was like I haven't gotten out of my house for three days, and you know, you know it, 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 people looked like they had just been through the zombie apocalypse, and then we finally got rid of the last one. We were able to shop and get supplies again, and everybody and their mother was there, and it was just nuts. So. It uh, it was um, it was interesting all the way around. So, <clears throat> but yeah, I, the the bitching about, especially in our, on our the little Facebook group we're oh, part of yeah. and whatnot about, well, they shouldn't have called school. There was no need for it. Blah blah blah. It's like you know, there's nothing. You can't make these people no. happy. You just it's not going to be possible. There's nothing we could have done to make you happy in this situation because no matter what, something would have gone wrong that would have just pissed you off. So, yeah, the fact that they called it Friday was a little of a bummer, but. Once again, because we live in a more rural community, like you're talking about a lot of hills and back roads and and up in the higher elevations where there was actually legitimate concern for safety. And well, and I went out and I had to go do, I don't know what I had to do that morning. I had to do something for, I don't know, I went and got something or whatever. And and when I came back in, um, I could tell just by the way the road conditions were where we're at that anything up towards her school where it's up at a higher elevation, it would have been a no go as far as getting any type of safe travel up right. and down there. So they made the right decision in Especially general. with a bus. Right. <laughs> Especially with an untrained bus driver. Well that's that's kind of my whole thing, is like I, I would prefer to err on the side of caution there. Like I don't want my kid's life at risk. I sure as fuck don't want the blood of any children on a bus driver's hand over, you know, they made you go out and pick these kids up. Um, 
I just that's not something that I want or need for anybody. So why not just okay, fine, play it safe. You know, just call it. Yeah, you know, it's good. And and I get that it sucks having to take time off work, especially if you don't have the time like PTO or whatever available to you. But it's part of what having a kid and that responsibility is. So you just kind of have to suck it up and deal with it and, and take the punches and, and roll with them. It's just, it's what happens. It's it's life. So you can't really avoid it. Um, <clears throat> so we have some uh, some some good some happy news this week. Yes. Um, one of our listeners' kids had a birthday, so I wanted to say happy birthday to Cooper. Happy birthday. Yeah. So I and and if any of you guys feeling slighted, like I haven't wished their kid a happy birthday, it's only because I didn't see your pictures of the birthday party on Facebook. <laughs> I happened to see these once. So I wrote a note in real quick. So if you want me to announce it on the show, we'd be happy to do so. You just got to kind of give us a heads up and let us know. <laughs> and also, as of today, because um, we're recording this a day late as per our record, normal recording schedule, um, fellow podcast collective uh, members, um, and I am Salt Lake co-hosts, Chris and Chrissy got engaged. Congratulations. And I know I'm not blowing up their spot because it's all over fucking Facebook. <laughs> so but I wanted to say congratulations to the two of you. So I had a feeling back when we were hanging out with him, with, I mean, Chris was just all, he's smitten <laughs> by her which is good and she is by him too i don't want to make it sound like one's more into the other one than <laughs> like that they were just they were such they were like that quintessential like super cute couple and they're also the ones that kind of make you sick because they're so goddamn good looking and then you put them together it's like fuck you <laughs> like you've got that luxurious beard and you know <laughs> not her him <laughs> You no, look, I know. <laughs> he looked at me like I was <laughs> making. No, she's not a she's not a bearded female. It's it's nothing. I like know. That. She, I've seen a picture. I'm not <laughs> new. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm kidding. Goodness, you're being mean. No, I'm not being mean. You're being mean. Speaking of being mean, no, that was actually a horrible segue. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, like what? Well, back to the whole. Uh, our daughter is mildly racist. <laughs> During the, the the whole weather event thing. Well, um, no, this one I blame. It's my fault. Squarely on it's you. It's my fault. You make fun of our dog for being a Mexican. I, I mean, being... no, I, I, what I say is, I always say my people aren't used to this. I've right. always, I've never really dropped the word Mexican. No, you um, have. Have I? Okay. You have. You called him a Mexican, not in a bad way, but like, you have. Like you're because he you're, shivers. He shivers yeah. and shakes in the cold weather, and the snow thing was so. Hilarious. Let, me, let me rephrase that though, because now that sounds bad. I don't say that he's he's a Mexican because he shivers and shakes. I no, say he's but, a dog who's accustomed to a warmer client right. based on his breed type. Because he's shivering and shaking, you're saying he's cold because he's from Mexico and he's cold because he's used to a warm climate. Yeah. You are not being derogatory in any way. You are making, anyway. So then. But at any point, Tempe is sitting here right next to me. She's like, you know what? We need to get him a poncho. And I'm like, well, a poncho? Why? Because he's Mexican. <laughs> And, and I he's know, cold. And I know what she meant was that he doesn't like going out in the rain and going potty. <laughs> and, but the whole the way she said it, I'm like, ah, I got to work on your delivery there, babe. <laughs> yeah, it's a little off. <laughs> it's, you know, yeah, we need, to, we need to fix that just a wee bit there. So, Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I, this one, I'm just putting just right right on you. I, I had nothing to do with that one. <laughs> <laughs> He's 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 he is what he is, but uh, he's, he's he's small and he's skinny and he's always shivering and he's kind of a pain in the ass. Yes, and he's like I've had puppies and I've had stubborn puppies when it comes to potty training, yeah. but this guy takes the fucking cake, and I think part of it's because of his size. He can squeeze it in and poop in places that no dog would normally <laughs> poop in, so he can get away with stuff. 
then you're just like, like you, you'll, you'll you don't find it forever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you have this petrified turd rolls out, and you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and like it happened the other night. I, I had this pair of jeans that I had, um, I had, I, I had you left on the floor. Yeah, I had. Yeah. <clears throat> just and say it like you mean. No, it. <laughs> I, I, what I had happened was it was back when I wasn't feeling good, and I had to sit on the floor, and I meant to get up the next morning and take them to the dirty clothes, but they got shoved under. The, you know, the stuff happens when you kick, kick stuff out of the way. So I'm going through and I'm organizing my side of the room a little bit and getting things picked up and and I pull this pair of jeans out and this petrified turd comes rolling out. I'm like, God, on my fucking jeans? You shit on my jeans? And he immediately knew because his ears pinned straight back and he beelined for you. Like, get me the fuck away from him now. I shit on his pants. I'm dead. Help. <laughs> and I'm just like, you little fucker. And, but it's just, oh, he is so infuriating, but he's also so goddamn cute that you're just like, oh. And it, uh, yeah, I don't know about the own part today. But you do it all the damn time. I Not when he's just shit every, somewhere. No, but every night when we come to bed and he comes crawling up into the bed, and he's like, oh, <laughs> well, you then need he's a cute. snuggle, baby, come here. And, you give him, and then he flops over on his back and you give him belly scratches and he's like, ha, 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 I want her back. <laughs> he's really cute and fluffy. So we have a new podcast review. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And I should have actually said something about this on the last episode, because we've had it since before then, but I, with all the Kiwi excitement and whatnot, I kind of forgot about it. Um, And once again, I apologize for not immediately recognizing who this particular... Usernames are hard. (laughs) Usernames are hard, yo. They are, because you start, like, you don't think about it. Like, you know, I've got friends that I know their usernames, I've known for so long, that, like, even though their usernames are really peculiar and weird, you just know who it is. Yeah. And and not that this is a peculiar and weird one, it's just I don't know who it is. Um, And so it's a review from Nick L underscore 2000 on iTunes. So if um, if I've... If I've talked to you on social media or whatnot, and we've we've interacted, and I, I'm not recognizing your name, I'm sorry. I, my deep apologies. Um, but the review is: uh, I'm a new listener who found my way into this podcast from the mediocre show and love it. It's a real view on parenting that isn't gilded st- the gilded stories you see on Facebook. The quality is high, and it's highly entertaining. I look forward to seeing a new episode in my feed when they are released. Well done, Justin and Jody. So thank you, good sir or thank ma'am. Thank you. Huh? Thank you. I thought maybe you like you had like the aha feeling, no. like you figure out who it was. I thought maybe no, you were gonna drop just my some, finger like... in the air, <laughs> like I just don't care. <laughs> so yes, thank you, and and we love hearing feedback from our listeners like that. So, so isn't yes. that Nick that left us a email? It could very well be because or... he's Nick L. Right, but we have a couple Nick Ls. Okay, I think. Maybe I'm getting my necks confused, <laughs> and I'm really I'm don't feel bad. I do this with my customers too. <laughs> oh yeah, like you're you gotta tell me his wife's hey, name. Make sure I'm worked. in the room when you get introduced, and then she snuck up behind me and introduced herself, and you're yeah. like, but I wasn't there. I sent you a text message. <laughs> so and I know I work with somebody who listens to the show. So a little known secret about me, I when it comes to meeting people, it takes me for like. Oh. He's so bad with names, guys. You it, guys have no idea. So, like, I have. It to, took him like a year to learn my sister's name. <laughs> yeah. So I have to. I have little tricks of the trade that I kind of use to remember stuff. But like with my customers' wives, that's when it's fucking rough. Oh yeah. I only see them like I. I don't see my my customers in general. I see them on a rotation of every month to quarter or whatever, depending on where they're at and what they're doing with us. Um, but but their wives, like I might see once a year to once every couple of years at different events. And sometimes, like, the introduction is just in passing, and it's super brief. And so I'm just like, 
hi, it's so nice to see you again. And I try to, if I, like all those creative ways you try to think of to avoid like, having to say somebody's name until you hear somebody else drop it. They're like, oh, yes, yes, so-and-so, hi. How's and then you <laughs> overuse their name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I totally like, I'm going to introduce you to I got to cut that out. I just dropped the name. You did. Oh, I got to hold on. Let's stop right there. God damn, this is going to be a rough one to edit. Your fault. Try that again. So I said I was going to introduce you to so-and-so, mm-hmm. my customer, and when he does a polite, gentlemanly thing that I know he's going to do, which is introduce his wife to you, I'll have the name. It'll be great. Crisis avoided. But Things you went to go find the well, guy. He, he sent me a text saying, we're here. Yeah. I said, cool, I'm going to go up and bring them back. Somehow we crossed paths and didn't... Pass. And so then I'm just sitting there by myself at the table, and this lady walks me like, are you Justin's wife? And I'm like... Yes, I am. <laughs> and she introduced herself, and I said, oh, I'm Jody. And she's like, and, and, and the whole thing happened. And then you guys showed up, and it's like, oh, he has no idea. Yeah, so we're, we're <laughs> chit chatting, and she's trying to figure out what she wants to order off the menu, and they're looking, and you're looking. So I slyly pull my phone out and slide it to the table. I'm like, what is her name? Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and you're, you slyly pull your phone out, like, make it like, oh, I got a real estate thing real quick. Hold on. <laughs> Reply back to me. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Because my biggest fear was, is it like the introduction hadn't happened, like she hadn't said her name, yeah. and she had just sat down, and then we assumed that the introduction had already happened, so then he didn't, and then I was really fucked. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> <laughs> this could suck so hard. There's so many ways, but it didn't. It was so. fun. <laughs> and it was a great game. It we was. took him to, we went to a Winterhawks game. I have to say, I really like that aspect of my job, like really like it. Yeah. I get paid to go watch hockey with my customers. It's pretty awesome. It, it was pretty fun. And it was a damn good game. Uh, yeah, I've never seen it go into a sudden death like that before. I have one other time, and it's been, and, and but it was nowhere near as exciting as yeah. it was this time. Like, the, you could feel the, because we had played this team previously. Right. So you could feel, and we had whooped them, and we had gotten some really good fights. So we had whooped them both on the game as well as physically in general. And so you could feel kind of the, the, overwhelming sense of revenge they wanted to extract upon us and um so they they did a pretty good job as far as you know keeping the the score tied and neck and neck and whatnot and then um we went into overtime and then we knocked it out with like what i don't know a minute left in the clock in the overtime period before they're gonna have to go to a shootout and we knocked a goal in there and got it and won and i'm like yeah <laughs> and then i was giving my customer a hard time I'm like yeah you know i said for a while there if we went to lose the game i was gonna have to take you off the normal rotation of people that i take to these things because i'm not gonna have that happen and he starts <laughs> laughing so yeah it was a good time though um <clears throat> trying to look at the notes here to do so much going on and i have just I failed. I'm supposed to be taking other notes that I have not been taking. So you are just not on your game. No, it's been, it's been, yeah. Are you coming down with the plague that I have? Mm-mm. Nope. I just I name drop. I don't know. It's just an off night between name dropping to. The Is it because it's Sunday to, instead of it Saturday? It might be. It probably just because I'm just I'm going 42 different directions. It's yeah. going to be a busy week. It's going to be a really busy week. And then the week after is going to be a really busy week. Yeah. And then the week after that's going to be like you're off work, but it's still busy. And yeah. And then we have Trent's birthday party, which we haven't even thought. I mean, we, we've planned enough to know what day it's on. That's we have it. a date. Now we just got to fuck not fuck it up and actually <laughs> hold to that date. So, and I think I really do want to have it somewhere other than the house this year. Right. So we have I to find a venue. I was thinking maybe we'll just go to our old, um, our old, uh, 
standby that he really loves and go to that local pizza place that we can rent the room. Yeah, maybe. And because it's easy, I everybody know. can order their own food and get what they want. You don't have to try to guess. And he loves it. Yeah. So, um, and, and you know, it's one of those things. I that just you, wish they had some kind of activity there to do. Right. Because really all it ends up being is show up, eat, give presents, leave. Right. And, and I don't like that. Yeah, and I totally understand that. I mean, we could probably set up some sort of an activity to do while we were there if we did it simple enough with him. Um, not, not like kid stuff is super hard. But what I don't like <clears throat> is how fucking expensive in general when you try to go to a place that has activities are. Like, it's just insanity, like, how, how crazy expensive this stuff is. Um, there's a place called uh, um, uh, Johnny Jumps. That's the name of it. So Johnny jump. Johnny jump up Johnny. That's something. the thing that you put in your doorway and the kids. JJ jumps. JJ jump. There, there's some sort of a bouncy house jumpy place that you can go to, but it's like the goddamn Ritz Carlton of fucking like kids things. Like you have to book it out like six months in advance and it's an ass fuck ton of money and all this stuff. And I'm just like, and I only know this because I've I been there twice now and we're going to be a third time here coming up for uh, a friend of ours son's birthday party. And I actually I'm like this is really cool. I want to see what this is. Oh, well, it's not that cool. You know <laughs> how much was it? Like we're thought, I, I want to say well in like the three hundred yeah. dollar range, and it was and that was just to like get you in and get like four kids, five yeah. kids with you. And I'm like, and you don't like it's one of those things. I I, I don't want to set up a birthday party where I'm like, yeah, you can come to this. By the way, it's a twenty dollar cover charge. Like you know, yeah, it, that's just kind of that that kind of is a pisser. So it the whole thing is just kind of a like, there needs to be maybe that's a business idea. An economical birthday party place for kids where, like, you know, you get good service and but you charge a fair and reasonable price, and then you make up for what you don't get in like mass amounts of you know profits off the fact that you're, you're charging a gregarious amount of money for this. You make up in the respect that you get like a lot of people coming to it. But then again, I don't know that I know me personally wouldn't have the patience to run a place where somebody else's little shitheads are in there just fucking shit up and nobody's taking care of it. And <laughs> yeah, kind of, not unless I could like you know smack them around a little bit or something, keep them in line. So, not gonna, not really gonna pan out so well in that respect. <clears throat> so, have you had anything pop up recently, in, in as far as parenting stuff goes, or anything that you you want to talk about? Mm, not that I remember. Not, not nothing, nothing at all. No, I mean, well, we read it. I did read it. Trent's room last uh, yeah. yesterday or two yeah. days ago. Yeah, so. That's actually something worth talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, our go through the whole Christmas. I, I gotta take a drink of water here and try to get this mm-hmm. cough to really subside. So start going through our your whole thing about unloading to load up. Blah blah blah. Okay, so the idea is that at Christmas time you get a bunch of new stuff, and it won't fit in your room because you have a bunch of old stuff. <laughs> so the thought was that. Each kid would have to go through their room, pare down things that they don't play with or things that are good to... I actually wanted, especially Trent, got the idea that pick the good things that you just don't play with anymore because that's going to make somebody else's Christmas good. And so he did a really good job of picking things that are really good toys that are still in really good condition that he just doesn't play with anymore. He got rid of some things that I thought he wouldn't. Um, He was by far the most generous with his stuff. He doesn't... He's not as, um, it's not greedy. It's like, it's like Tempe legitimately plays with almost all of her stuff still. And Ezra is very attached emotionally to all of his things. But Ezra or Trent is neither of those things. He's not, 
He doesn't play with his toys all that often. Now I have the hiccups. <laughs> you did it to me. Sorry. My bad. <clears throat> yeah, and I've, you know, like my, my we ha- we've had a cold going through yeah. the house this week, so we're, I'm just I'm I'm on the other end of it now, but my throat's still scratchy a little yeah. bit and this and that. Um, but yeah, the the gist of it is, is that um, there are those less fortunate than you, and if it's something, if you're just holding on to it to hold on to it, it's really a kind of a right. And also, you're going to be getting stuff. Right. Please, please take the time to clean your room. And, and basically, about twice a year, I will help the kids clean their room. Other than that, it's it's all on them because it's right. I make it real easy to clean their room. But about twice a year, I go help them organize it so that it has some semblance of, you know, order. Um, that's just me being OCD enough that I want to, you know, have some level of organization. Right. Because <laughs> Tempe's got just massive amounts of little tiny things so shopkins man i'm telling you um i don't understand those fucking things me either Not and even she like bit. has them out everywhere she needs more shelves but anyway yeah um ezra has the hardest time getting rid of stuff tempe definitely second and then trent's like hey i don't really play with this even though it's like a 50 dollar toy i'm good with you giving it away yeah and so he has a whole bag full of stuff including like a whole set of Lincoln Logs that he just doesn't play with anymore. Right. But what I would like is like he he, you were going to get rid of the wooden train set that he doesn't play with anymore. Right. And he actually comes to you and goes, "No, mommy, I would play with it more if I need more space in my room to play with it." And it really helped me acknowledge that his room his room is very very tiny to begin with. We're talking right. like eight by eight. Uh, not even that. Yeah, it's a tiny room. It, it, it's it was, technically, even though it's got a closet, there's not enough square footage in it you, that you're you're not supposed to legally be able to allow to call it a bedroom. Right. They got away with it somehow because it's got a window and a closet. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the it's one of the things on our list of stuff to fix here is that when we reorganize the room situation and whatnot, basically it's a big enough room to make a really nice walk-in closet. Yeah. Which is what we're going to do when we put the master suite up there. If we put the master suite up yeah, there, yeah. If, um, but it's not. Um, like imagine if you had like a really nice walk-in closet. And you made that somebody's bedroom. That's more or less what that is. I mean, it's it's a very tiny room up the stairs, and it's not that it's you know, it's not a bad space. It's just weirdly designed and yeah, shaped. Exactly. So. Um, he has a loft bed in there, and his dresser was underneath it, and so we kind of finagled the furniture around again because we never do that and uh put it his dresser in the hallway and then gave him a reading area and his bookshelf and his toy box under the bed and now he has plenty of floor space to do the train set or the legos or whatever without having anything else on his floor so and i will say that we've been having a hard time getting him to go to sleep at night well yeah that's the reason i brought it up is he has not been going to sleep in his own bed he has been just horrible horrible about it like he just he cries and he complains and he won't go to he won't even you tell him it's bedtime and he just instantly shuts down and doesn't want to do anything yeah so it's been really really difficult and the last three nights he's gone without much of a fuss at all like it um my my mom babysat on friday when we were at the game and Mm -hmm. he went right to sleep for her which the last week that the week before when we were had been out with uh, Nikki and John. Right. She did not he didn't go to sleep. Go to sleep. He, he was still awake at 10 when we got home. And then put us through hell to get yeah. him down. And um, so it's really encouraging to see that. I don't know what that did to change something. Maybe it just made it feel like more his room or. Well, th- that and we also, we forced him because they have this compulsory habit of hoarding like 
a metric fuck ton of stuffed animals in the but bed. It's because everybody gets them some. Why not? And where it, else do you put them? I was always see. For me, it's one of those things that I was, and I'm still this way now. I don't like having things on my bed, like I, and my I, blankets and. I'm the same way. I didn't like having a bunch of stuff on my bed, but like Ezra has them stuffed in a cabinet. I know, literally, stuffed in a cabinet. But won't get rid of them. But will not get rid of them. And this is in addition to the bag he still has in the attic that he won't get rid of. Right. Um. Tempe has more than she needs. She's got a whole pile of them. And right now they're just on top of her dresser in kind of a carefully arranged stack. Um, Trent has the least and he's getting rid of like a bunch right now. He um, <laughs> He's like, I don't need this one anymore. Tosses it. I don't need this one anymore. Tosses it. And then he sees what, my little foot, the one that I gave him that I've had since I was his age. And he goes, do you want your little foot back? <laughs> I'm like, I, I kind of do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So. so, but yeah, and so we're working now. We got Tempe to prep her room, and that took a long time. And then we got to knuckle down and work with Ezra to get his straightened up and get rid of some stuff because he just, like, there's things that he holds on to, and you're like, there's no, you don't touch it. You don't play with it. You literally have not even looked at it yeah. in six months. But the minute we threaten to, not even threaten, the minute we ask you, could you please, please get rid of some things? Yeah. And there's, you have these huge sob stories for why you cannot possibly part with this item and it's like and okay. the, what bothers me is he wants to save all of it but he doesn't treat any of it yeah nice like, it's, it's not like you know if you've got like a person who's into collecting comic books okay fine but if either comic books were just thrown about the floor and getting trampled on and ripped to shreds you wouldn't see a very valid reason for them to hold on to these comic books but if you've got them in the nice plastic sleeves and they're putting the you know in the nice bins and whatnot and they're organized and you and they take them out and enjoy them but they keep them very nice that makes a lot of sense so you're just kind of like i don't understand exactly like you know you say you like this thing but then you leave it on the floor and then it breaks and you're like oh that sucks <clears> and you throw it away but he doesn't even yeah. when it breaks he doesn't throw them away he keeps everything even right. if it's broken. Well, we, we, but he, he seems to have an easier time getting rid of it when it's broken. And we talked to him about it. But it's just like, and you, so then you have the discussion, well, this is so important and special to you. Why did you let it sit out where it got broken in the first place? Like, I mean, I don't I don't get it. And we, we go, one thing we really go back to is that one move they mm -hmm. had with his mom where most of their crap, all the kids, just got left behind. And I'm thinking that it was just a, a huge shock to, like, go back to his mom's one day and she's at a new house and there's none, like very little of his stuff made it well and then and, you guys went back through yeah, after right you went to the house yeah. with him and he saw all the stuff that got left behind right and it kind of was a wake-up call to him and yeah so it was a uh, i don't know but, but so we're working with him on that trying to get that uh get that sorted because it I, I don't want this to become a hoarding issue for him when he gets older um because that would just be a whole nother, you know, I've seen that damn show. That's a whole nother uh, can of worms at that point. But they always say that you can't, well, something about you can't force them or you can't make them. I mean, you have to like, like even though you're, you are forcing them and making them do it, you have to make it like it was their decision. It's like the most weird mind fuck ever. Like you have to, you have to coerce them sort of into doing it and getting rid of it, but you have to the whole time, they have to think it's their decision and they're in control of the getting rid of it. Otherwise it, either they won't get rid of it or they will. And they'll get 10 times as much shit later to make it worse. So you have to like, it's really weird. It's an interesting. Um, like if you want to look at like, I don't know if we filed under psychology or what, but it's an, it's an interesting thing. When if you're talking, if you're just kind of curious about like, you know, 
weird shit that the brain does and, the, and that your men, you know, your emotional mental state does when things happen to you in your life for whatever reason. And it just how your body like copes with it. Like there was that one that I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if I can have the stomach literally to do it, but like she literally hoarded shit. I've seen it on those shows. No, no, no. This, this was a specific, there was, this is a particular one where they actually are making an entire show about this lady and her hoarding of fecal matter. Like it's not, she's a hoarder that just right. didn't happen to have like clean up after her cats. Yeah. This was like, she scoops it out and keeps it. Like I, I clean my litter boxes and whatnot. And then I put it in a jar and, and I've got, the, and it's like, are you like aging this? I mean, are you like, is it better after like seven years? Is the aroma? I mean, I don't know what the hell it was. And so I have, but I just like, I haven't been able to have the time to sit down and watch that one yet. And I was like, I, I don't know about this. I, and then you think like, what, what, how, why, what happens? It makes me want to keep poop. I mean, <laughs> I know I kind of say it. So like Matt, you know, it was very, uh, very, um, lightly and kind of poking fun at it but I, I truly i can't wrap my hand my brain around why would you want to keep poop like i don't there's nothing in my opinion pleasant about other than you know taking a dump and like oh i feel so much better afterwards <laughs> there's nothing pleasant about poop that makes it worth like bottling up in a jar and like keeping it so i'm just never never i've really never quite so that that whole conundrum of hoarding and what causes it it's very fascinating to me and, and both because it's just fascinating and also because i want to make sure that he avoids yeah <laughs> any of those habits like if i see someone nope you can't do that that's like classic hoarding ah alert alert like you have to like you know that that stranger danger only it's hoarding danger you have to like bypass it at the uh i don't know i lost the whole <laughs> I had some verbiage and some words for like that, and it stopped. Nope, that that train just kind of derailed. So, speaking of trains derailing, yes, Westworld. No spoilers. No spoilers. Good show. Yeah. Like we had to find time, non-kid time, which as a parent of three younger kids is really rough to do, in order to watch that show because there is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It is not something the kids can see at all. Not just because the. Um, the oh, they wouldn't understand the I fuck I don't understand it. I gotta go back and watch it again because I saw this I read this article about some of the stuff in the show and I'm like I missed all of that I gotta <laughs> go back and watch it now fuck um, but also because of like the the just like the, they wouldn't understand like there's these naked things walking around and whatnot so um, but it's it's well worth making it to the top of your list if you're even as a parent trying to find a hard time if you're having a hard time finding time to watch shows. It uh, was good. It was thought provoking, but also fuck you HBO. <laughs> like, oh well, no, you want a bigger one? Did you hear when the next season's coming out? Like two years. Two thousand eighteen. Yeah. 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 So you got two years before the next one comes out. So I'm already used to this with Outlander. Like, there's a there can a be year, only one year oh, and a half. Outlander. Sorry, I fucked it up. There's a year and a half between last season and and the next start of the next. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I'm used to. We've already got this going on with Game of Thrones. Like, we wait an insane amount of time between each for like six season. episodes for six episodes, yeah. and then it's like done. Hope you enjoyed it. And while well, it was a good show, that last season was like, oh, God, this is hard. It hurts. Getting through this is just, it's its damn difficult. Difficult, because everything about it is just meh. Yeah. 
So you've you've got a lot of meh going on there. Um, there's another thing that they always can't. Oh, so my favorite show, my favorite is most favorite show, the show that I look forward to the most every single week is Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Mm-hmm. And that only runs for like 20 episodes. And then it's like a nine months sabbatical. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. It's yeah. a fucking news show. You would think they would just give him the fucking contract to do it all the time. Why wouldn't they? Yeah. Why wouldn't they? I would watch it. I would watch it every, every single week. Oh, it I, is the first thing I watch. I agree. Um, I don't know. Probably. Make him nightly. I would watch him every single night. You know, but I bet you we'd probably still have Jon Stewart doing The Daily Show if it wasn't The Daily Show. Does that make any sense? I understand. It's a little higher burnout. Okay. (laughs) But once a week, once a week and still take, you know, four weeks off space throughout the year. That is not too much to ask. But then how do you build the hype? You have a Christmas break and, and, and a spring break and maybe a small summer hiatus. Two weeks at a time. Maybe three or four in the summer. <laughs> but I need him <laughs> in my life. I need that quirky looking Britishman. <laughs> I, I really do. <laughs> I, I, I will say he's he's pretty damn funny. I'm, I'm glad to see where he's came from, from where he was on the, on the Daily Show and whatnot. So. But that, you know, as a parent, that is really... It's hard to... I like Especially with me being on the road and whatnot. Like, I don't have... When I'm on the road, I've got maybe have access to Netflix. Yeah. But like, I try, but most of the hotel Wi-Fi blows chunks, and I can't stream it on the data plan because I would have, you know, no. astronomical cell phone bills if I did that. Yeah. Um. And so there's a lot of times where I just I'm like, I'm just not gonna get to watch my shows this week. Cause I'm not gonna be in town anytime soon. So, and then trying to catch up on other stuff in between. And then you guys, yeah, I've really got to like I, I pick and choose. And then I also have this weird watching habit where, like. You lose interest and stop watching it, but I but I'll eventually regain interest and go back to it. And there there are certain shows that hook me hard enough that I'll stay I'll stay all the way through. Like Westworld was in one of the ones that mm-hmm. kept me um, just back to back to back. I, I mainlined it. Of all things, Lethal Weapon on Fox actually has kept me interested enough that I've you know made sure that I've I've stayed up to date on all of it. Um, but like, and then for me, it's like when you watch your shows. A lot of time it's in the evening before bed or like during the day when you're working and the kids aren't or at school or whatever yeah and the times where i get to try to watch my shows i'm like okay i'll like sneak out of the bedroom in the morning it's super quiet i turn the tv on i turn the volume way down and i just get to the point where i go through the directory figure out what i'm gonna watch and i hit play and then somebody comes to the bedroom hi daddy i want to watch this it's like mm, i want you to go back to your fucking bedroom so i can watch <laughs> daddy needs to watch his shows <laughs> <laughs> And so, and nine times out of ten, I'm like, okay, fine. Here comes some more paw fucking patrol. Or, well, in, you know. in my, um, to make it sound, seem a little more fair, because I don't think you understand how much this happens, especially now that I'm watching Trent during right. the day. No, it's changed for you. I know. I don't, I watch paw patrol all fucking day, because I can't watch most of the shows I want to watch with, with him around. Right. So... I used to, and I watch them while I'm working. Right. I really, I catch the big points, plot points. I don't get the nuance. Yeah, and then um, the ones that you need the nuance, you go back and rewatch them and whatnot. Right. And, like, I haven't finished Luke Cage because you actually have to watch that show. Right. 
Um, well, that's part of the problem I had with parts of Westworld. There's a couple episodes where I had to either I, one of them I had some work stuff I had to get done, but yeah. I didn't want to delay watching it anymore. And I guess it was like the ones where you had like some certain key things happen where you realize what they're doing with the whole storyline. You're like, so I read this article. I'm like, I missed. I remember that episode. I remember, vaguely remember these parts, but I missed all that nuance. God damn it! I got to go back and watch it now. So now I got to find time to go watch this whole series again to catch these little bits and pieces that i missed messed up on and missed and whatnot and so well you feel like a dumbass you're like well no shit yeah i just missed that yep. because i was busy being not paying attention i was busy being a responsible fucking adult <clears throat> doing work <laughs> well you feel dumb and you feel like 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 i should have known that i should have known that i yep. pride myself on knowing what's going on on shows right. most of the time right like i'm one of those who are like oh, i knew that was gonna happen but on this one they did a really good job at you know oh i was so like even when i read spoilers like i, w- I was like no i think it's gonna turn out this way and it's like nope <laughs> yeah no they they did a really good job of the way they the way they did everything but yeah it just it's it's rough because you're trying to find time there's so much whether it's well you've got so many things to try to cram in such a small amount of time during the day between whether it's you just need downtime for yourself or you need downtime to be together as a couple to go do something or you need downtime to just not have to think about anything and just kind of like be in the same room and buried in your whatever and just understand the other person's present but you're not really checked into anything <laughs> and, and you're like okay which one do i pick today do i pick the hanging out with them like one-on-one can we make that work with a babysitter or do i pick the it's just gonna be me and hopefully there's no resentment that they're the ones at home stuck watching the kids or vice versa or am i gonna pick the we're just gonna sit here and be in the same room but not talk to each other because we both got our own things we're trying to take care of and then inevitably you finally like 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 the perfect night comes up like oh We've got nothing to do tonight. We're going to watch a movie. We're going to sit down. We're going to snuggle on the couch. We're going to do whatever. And then, like, the kids 42 times up there to get, I heard a noise. There's a shadow. I think somebody farted. I heard this. There's a fly in my room. I saw a bug. The fan's not loud enough. The fan's too loud. It's too bright in my room. No, it's too dark now. And you're just like, I want to kill you. I want. No one would blame me. If I I had recordings of this and and something happened, the jury would be like, yep, I would have done it too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's um we're finally kind of starting to come to the ass end of that where we're able to yeah. like we can have somebody come watch the kids and it goes well assuming we choose the correct person to watch them yep. um and like we don't have to worry about like, like it used to be like you'd be constantly checking your phone making sure there wasn't an update like i'm on fire come get me and put me out please or this has <laughs> happened or they've tied me up in the bathroom i need help um that kind of stuff and it's gone to just where we can more or less just understand that there's a they're good to go um, and, and we're good to go and we'll be back when we get back and we don't have to worry about anything. Um, and it's nice. It's been nice to have that kind of release and like, Hey, I don't have to worry about this tonight. I can just go enjoy a meal. We can watch a movie or do whatever. Um, and it's like, ah, agreed. And I'm getting you into hockey a little bit. So that's, that's fun. Well, I wouldn't say getting me into hockey. You're enjoying the, when we go. That's it. That's that's into it enough for me. <laughs> if you cannot be totally bored while you sit there and watch the thing, I'm usually not bored by yeah. a live sporting event. I mean, you could take me to almost any live sporting event, and I'd be like, "Yeah, go team!" But I got to give that kid credit. The one that was um, <laughs> the one that was uh, rooting for the other team. Ew. And he was on our side of the stands, and he was uh, 
he was um, waving the flag for the other team and was like cheering us on. He was even giving our mascot hell and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, he all like what, nine years old? Oh, I mean, no, he looked like he was like 10, 11. I always, see, I always get confused. It's hard with Ezra. I know. Because he's so damn big. I always start like misnumbering people's ages because of that. So he he reminded me of about Ezra's age actually right. maybe yeah it was Close. funny watching watching the um our our mascot guy kind of giving him crap and then him flinging it back and waving the flag and all that and luckily our we like we had like the, our our fans weren't being cruel to him I mean, if it had been an adult it would have been a different story there would be oh, more yeah. trash talking but they understood that he was a fan of hockey and they were appreciative uh, even though it wasn't our team they were still appreciative of the fact that he was rooting that hard for a team and he had the balls to actually be on our side <laughs> what well, you can't relate I and mean, there is no our side but you know when it's a home event you're kind of you're you're the odd man out when you're the opposing team so but yeah all in all it was it was a good good event good week and and a lot going on and Sorry if this has been a kind of a scattered episode. It's a epi- random, yeah. scatterbrained episode. I thought I had more notes prepped than I did for this week, so it's not <laughs> quite as structured as it usually is. Not that we're super structured in the first place, but I feel like it's been a little more loosey-goosey than it normally is. So, Anything else you need to add to the whole mix, babe? Uh, Somebody sent me something funny just now. Okay, what is it? It's... um. Well, it's a it's an image, so I don't know if you want to make it the show art or what. It could, depending on what it is, but <clears throat> it's a uh, like a you know the when they take the like Victorian era or Renaissance pictures and they like give them weird subtitles. Mm-hmm, okay. This one says when the kid wakes up, so you got to pretend like you weren't sucking the D. <laughs> and it's like this woman like casually poised over the the crotch of a man with with a child's like looking like what <laughs> 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 and. Uh, the conversation was something like, did that, like, just happen? Or, like, or do you just find that and think it's funny, you know? <laughs> That's for me to know and you not to find out. <laughs> and then we were, so then it it was the, no, not recently, but it has happened. I'm like, yeah, it's totally happened. But I think almost every parent has had that experience where, you, to some extent. Now, how far or how close of a call was it? Right. And how much did they see? How long right. did they see it? And you have no way of knowing one way or the other. And what do you say? Right. Because I remember, I mean, this is getting this is getting pretty personal, but I think the one I remember was like, I'm giving mommy a back rub. Like, like go watch the TV. <laughs> but we, I had no idea how long they had been watching. If it was really obvious, it wasn't a back rub or what. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that was like the one like, oops, we didn't lock the door moment. Right. And then, you know, there's out here like, wow, mommy's really into her back rub. <laughs> like, she's. She's still, they're still in there. She must be like, damn, I want a back rub. <laughs> and then <laughs> all the awkward conversations that come up after the fact, you're like, uh, uh-huh. no. <laughs> so, um, so I was just going to put it out there. Like everybody can submit their funny story about that time when. Yeah. That's a whole, that's a whole level of awkward and, and craziness. That... What happened to your sister? When she was like, the... oh yeah. So when you so, guys are no, so the, an older farmhouse. This place we grew up, it was built a in the thirties. It, it was a craftsman style house. It was beautiful. Loved it. Um, but the attic space had been converted into a bedroom up there. Well, it was one of those ones that was the old school. It had the door to the stairs at the bottom, and the door was it was it like they had the original glass doorknobs with this skeleton key. I mean, it was like the original yeah. hardware um, of that how uh, era, and. So that door down there, when any type of like, if you open one of the front doors, the back doors, any type of wind movement, it would it would rattle. Mm-hmm. And so one night, my parents were having you know 
relations. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I didn't, I never heard any of this because I was in the basement, so I didn't hear yeah. it. You know, it didn't bother me in one bit. Um, my sister had a the next day. She's like, so um, when you're walking, and she's like trying to figure out how to broach it with my dad, and like, and because he's so heavy footed when he walks, yeah. she's like, well, you know, when you're like when you're walking upstairs and you're walking in, into your room to go to bed and you, you walk kind of heavy, <laughs> um, the door downstairs rattles. My dad's like, OK, honey, I'll I'll, I'll fix that. And he, she's like, yeah. So like when you're walking really heavy last night and it like, woke me up and uh, the door and he goes, oh, <laughs> And then she's like, he got, he immediately got up, went downstairs to his shop, got his tools out, went up there, and immediately went, to work, the door. went to work on the door. Like, we're, we're taking care of this right now. <laughs> but it was one of those awkward, like, unspoken conversations where you, like, each person knows the other person knows what was going on, but neither person wants to broach the topic of, you know. And so he was like, yeah, I'm going to fix, well, and then he actually, she said he had to go to the hardware store and everything to get a part, and he did. Like, he was watching Star Trek, and you never interrupt that oh, no, in Star no. Trek, but he stopped Star Trek and got up. And <laughs> went and fixed the door and got the pieces he needed so it would stop, you know, rattling when he walked heavily. <laughs> heavily, you know, when you that, walk that real really heavy heavily walking. in the middle of the night. <laughs> and somehow you keep stubbing your shit on the bed over and over again. That poor girl. <laughs> She's also the one that actually walked in on them. Oh, <clears throat> I, I never, I, I was never, um, no, I never, I never had that, that never happen. happened to me. I mean, I, I, there was times where I knew what was going on. Yeah. Like I knew like, they, like mom never went to bed at the same time dad did unless she did. <laughs> and as I got older, I'm like, oh, no. I know exactly what the, oh, I'm going downstairs now. I'm going to go to my room and turn my music on. <laughs> so, or like, la, 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 yeah, la, la. or like I'd come home and, uh. And like I expect, you know, normally, you know, mom would be up and it was just my sister in the living room. Like, so where's mom and dad? Well, I knew where dad was because dad got up super ass early to work. So he always went to bed early. She's like, oh, they went to bed. I'm like, oh, okay, well, have a good night. I'm going downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm checking out now. Done. Done deal. Yeah. Yeah. So my uh, dad and uh, dad and Wanda just would um, leave, make us leave. Do that, not come back. <laughs> and that was even early on, like, you know, back when it wasn't illegal to send your kids out to play outside and tell them they couldn't right. come back. Right. Well, no, we had, there was plenty of that too, like, especially if dad, because, like, he went out of town a lot. Right. Um, for this job. So it was always known that when they got back, it was usually the first night was dad recovering from the flight or the drive or whatever. So he slept. And the next day you knew you were getting a, a wad of cash put in your palm and you were told to go somewhere with your sister. And don't and, come back till we'll you're call, called. We'll call you when it's safe to come back. And I'm just like, yeah, fair enough. I'm going to go watch a movie. We'll go do an arcade. I don't know, something. We'll just <laughs> get the hell out of here for, you know, just to save our own psychological <laughs> trauma. So, yeah. And as soon as we hit the driving age and we can trust them to, you know, just ferry the kids around, we can probably do the same thing. But <laughs> yeah. Here's a roll of quarters. Go down to the arcade. I'll tell you when you can come back. But if you come back before then, <laughs> well, that dad, dad would just straight up. He he would be like, if you come back before you are scheduled to arrive, there will be naked people in the living room, and I don't think you want to see that. <laughs> I just love the fact that like, the living room was his go to. Honestly, like, I don't know if they ever even did it in the but living that's room. That's the thing, though. You're kind of like you go back. You're like, this is a fabric couch, <laughs> and I know they haven't scotch guarded this motherfucker. <laughs> 
So, can you just tell me which cushion, please? Because I, I want to make sure. I, I, we're going to give Clifton that cushion. <laughs> I'm not sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, that would be no fun. Yeah, I'm not looking. None of it ever embarrassed any of us. I don't know why. Well, no, like, it, uh, well, I think it's because it's one of those things that it's just, you know, you know if you handle it appropriately and your kids are aware, like, it never embarrassed me either. It was more like, you just don't want to think right. about your parents like that. Like you don't want to hear, like you don't want to know what your mom sounds like when she's oh, getting no, off. No, no, You no, don't want to know what your no, dad sounds don't, like. Don't, you know? don't even finish saying. that sentence. Thank you. Exactly. That's my point. So it's not <laughs> like it was ever like, you know, awkward or, or um, embarrassing. It was just, there was like, you just don't need to know certain things. Right. I totally there, there agree. There are some things in life that's better off not knowing what that, that, that whole experience might be. And so, yeah, I, I had no problems taking my sister out and going to the, <laughs> it was like, that was the one time where we, we never fought like about anything. Like, oh, we need to leave the house. Oh, we need to leave the house. Yeah. Joy, let's go. We're doing this. <laughs> let's go right now. No problem. I'll take her to the, we can go fucking craft shopping for all I care. We'll figure <laughs> this out. Not a problem. You know? <laughs> So, if you have nothing else to add, if it's if you're uh, if you're done, for the I'm pretty done. Um, cool. That was just a last minute submission from right. a friend. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you uh, you shoot me that in an email or text or whatever. I will do that. I'll make sure to try to get up there as a show art. Um, we are a member of the podcast collective, and since the last time <laughs> we've recorded, actually, maybe it was on there last time we recorded. I don't remember now. Um, we have a new show on the network now, so. Uh, on the collective, we have uh, our, ourselves, obviously. On the block, no hope for humanity. The coffin Joe cast, uh, the sunshine happy pants hour, forty going on fourteen. Dating baggage, the internet with Scott the pool boy. I am Salt Lake. Minton box cast, tales from the hard side. The dog and deuce show, the rad dad radio hour, the empty rant podcast, and the Portland beer Pl- club podcast, which is the newest edition we have. And the gentleman that does that, we might also have another podcast coming from him. So. That'll be cool. But if you guys are into podcasts or into or into shows like ours, or you, know, you enjoy our our style of humor and whatnot, so a lot of these shows will will be perfect for you. Um, and I want to you you're gonna say something. Continue. Um, and uh, just want to say thank you to all the members. Um, it's been great. It's great having you guys on, and we are really happy to have everybody there. We're, we we continue to enjoy expanding the network and. I've actually gotten to make some new friends and listen to some new shows based off of things that I found and recommendations and whatnot. So um, if you have anybody you think should be, would be interested in being on the network and want to send them our way, please do. You can just send a, you know, have them contact me at my email address, uh, justin at badparentingpodcast.com. We'd be happy to have a conversation with them. Um, otherwise, it looks like you had something else you want to add. Real yeah, quick. I just want to do a quick shout out to one of our listeners uh, Dan at Rocks. Yes, Dan Metalworks. Dude. Dan Lewis down in uh, awesome. Arizona. Um, he put together a really cool gift for my clients so that I can give all my clients the same thing, but that is versatile and beautiful, and everybody's super excited about it. And it's something I'm really proud of. And I just wanted to kind of give a shout out and a thank you for doing that for me. And um, I'm really excited about it. And right. I encourage everybody to go check out his stuff. It's really Rock amazing. Salt Metalworks. Yep. So yeah, he's a he's. He's a good dude. Number one, number two, um, he he worked with you to commission a piece that uh, agents like to have like little thank you, um, thank well, you packages for their clients. Most most agents still do a closing gift for their clients, but most of them are like chintzy or right. The bottle ugly, of wine, a or, bottle of wine, yeah, <clears throat> which you know works for a lot of people, but 
not everybody. And, and I mean, I've, I've had lots of clients who would just look at a bottle of wine like, oh, great. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's nice to give something that's personal and different and and beautiful and it's a, it's a decoration they can have in their house <laughs> that'll you know be there and yeah. the nice thing too is that when like when they ask where it comes from you're right. doing you're not you're doing them solid by supporting them by, and, and buying this from his business you're doing them a solid by giving a shout out here on the, on the show um and you're doing them a solid because like when they oh where'd you get this well so and so you know i had right. dan commission this for me and here's his contact information and then it also it sets you apart too, and it's doing you a solid because right. you're not. Because I'm hoping unique. you know they're having their housewarming party and it's on the wall, and somebody goes, "Oh, where'd you get that?" And they go, "Oh, my agent gave it to me." You yeah. know, like that's a cool thing that that's exactly. going to keep happening over and over. So it's it's cool all the way around, and it's it's fun to think that the whole reason we found him was because well, he listens to mediocre, right. and then he started listening to us, and through this network of and i just saw some of the really cool stuff he was doing and asked if he could do something like what i needed and right. it just went from there and like i said that that part of it was so easy and and you know yeah awesome yeah he's a, he's a good dude and and uh yeah i we, it's just really cool it was a really cool piece of, I, I was the one he when he sent you the the mm-hmm. the rough draft and i'm like damn that's what really <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I'd love to, <laughs> I want one of those for our house. You know, <laughs> so yeah. If you haven't had a chance yet, go check them out. You can look them up on Facebook. Rock Salt Metalworks. And I said that all weird just now because my I'm trying to hold back a cough. Rock Salt Metalworks, and uh, he'll get you the hookup if you need it. So yeah. Other anything else, babe? Nope, that was it. All right. Well, then until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send us an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com. Leave us a voicemail at 503-609-0375 or reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, or Twitter. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. It's out there now. Here it goes.